to the $100 MBA show because your business needs you at your best. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you will learn, should you offer your product in different languages? Many of us only offer our product, whether it's a software, a book, a course, or even a service in English or your native language, wherever you're located. But are you leaving money on the table by not offering other languages? Is this important? Should you do this in your business? When you should do this in your business and how to implement it? That's what we get into in today's episode. Translation and offering your product in several languages is no easy task. If you want to do it right, it's going to take some time, some effort, some money. So we want to make sure that you get a return on that investment. That's what today's episode's all about. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Veridesk. Veridesk is the world's leading standing desk solution, converting any desk into a standing desk so you can maintain a healthy, active lifestyle in the office or at home. I've been using a standing desk for over five years now, and I can tell you two things. Number one, it makes a hell of a difference in your productivity and your performance. And number two, Veridesk is the best in the game. They're quality desks, easily going from sitting to standing. I mentioned productivity, but it also increases your focus and your collaboration. Veridesk comes with a 30-day risk-free guarantee and free shipping both ways. This makes it a total no-brainer. To learn more about Veridesk standing desk solutions, visit veridesk.com slash work elevated. That's V-A-R-I-D-E-S-K dot com slash work elevated. One of the first things I learned when building Webinar Ninja, our webinar platform, was that when you build a product or a software or anything that appeals to a wider demographic, appeals to people around the world, you're going to get requests to offer that product in different languages. Love your product, but I wish it was in German. I love your product, but I wish it was in Italian. I love your product, but can you offer it in Portuguese? Now, this taught me one of two things. Number one, There is such a worldly marketplace out there. The internet has really allowed you to spread around the world. If you have a digital product or anything that can ship to any place in the world, you're going to be surprised at how many people from different cultures, different languages want to use your product in their language. But the other thing I learned is that this only happened when my product actually got some traction, where people actually started to see the benefit, my product started to get polished and I knew for sure I had something on my hands that was worth the long haul, that was worth growing. So the first thing I want to start with is that this is not something you should be really worried about if you haven't validated your product yet, you haven't actually sold anything yet. I would start with one version, one language, whether it's English or otherwise, and make sure people actually love your product, that actually will buy your product, that you have a business on your hands. Make sure you are actually selling to just one market first. Because if that market tells you, hey, you got a good product on your hand and you're making sales and you have customers, then you're not building upon something or building towards something that is not going to be around tomorrow. You know for sure that this company is going to last because, hey, you're making sales, people like what you have here, you're solving a problem. You have a firm foundation now. Now you build upon it and improve it with 
other languages. So that's my first thing I want to say is that, hey, if you're just getting started and you haven't sold your product or service yet, don't worry about this so much unless you're really trying to target a specific market, like the Spanish-speaking market. But even then, I would recommend make sure you start with one language, one market, and try to really make sure that you have something on your hands that is worth pursuing. Once you've validated your product, your service, your business, you're making sales, you have a marketplace, you have people buying your product, you're making money, you're making profits, reinvest in your business by expanding with different languages. Now, this includes if you have a book and you want to translate into different languages, usually people wait for a certain amount of sold copies before they start translating in different languages because there's money and effort and time involved in doing that. Number two, once you've established that and you're going to start translating your product, you got to look at your customer demographics. You got to survey your customers and find out which languages to start with. You don't have to start with 30 languages. You can start with three. Heck, you can start with one additional language. Ask your customers, the ones that are already bought from you, which language are they looking for? What other languages are they looking for? Now, you're going to get a lot of responses, and my advice to you is to try to focus on not only the most popular response, but the most underserved market. This is going to allow you to really blow up in a market. Say, for example, you have a software, and uh, this software is not available in Portuguese. None of your competitors translate to Portuguese. So essentially, if you only speak Portuguese, this software is not available to them. So if you translate to that language, you're going to corner that market completely. So everybody that speaks only Portuguese, we're going to choose you because that's the only one they can use. So serving an underserved market is a great way for you to have rapid growth in certain demographics. This is a way for you to really differentiate your company. The next tip is don't rush this. Make sure you do it right, especially translation. Translation can go pear-shaped and not really uh, really present your company really well because the translation, if it's not good, if it's not done properly, the people that speak that language can detect it very quickly and say, you know what, this was cheaply done and it may not be something that will represent your company properly. So don't rush this. I would definitely... Search for companies that have translated your product before, meaning that if they specialize in software, specialize in books, specialize in courses, even if that means subtitles to videos. There's lots of companies out there. Trust me, do a Google search, you'll find them. And get them to do something small, a sample job, a portion of your software, a page in your software, for example, or a chapter of your book. See the quality of their work. Of course, you may say, well, I don't speak that language. I don't know how good the quality is. This is where you're going to have to find somebody else. You can go on Upwork. You can find any freelancer that is a translator, that is a language speaker, a native language speaker of that language. Go and get a freelancer, another person, a separate person that is a native speaker of that language that may do translation and say, hey, I already have this translated. I want you to read and tell me if it's a good translation. Make any notes on the translation, any corrections you would make. Let me know. You want somebody who is an actual user, somebody who actually will use and read your product to tell you if it's good or not. Don't just put it through Google Translate. We're not there yet. Google's not that good yet. Next, think of ways you could future-proof your translation, meaning what? So you may have a product that keeps on growing, like there's new features and new pages on your software or new modules to your courses or an updated version to your book. 
try to build a relationship with the people that are doing these translations, whatever languages, because this is going to be an ongoing thing. Once you go down that route, know that this is that type of project. Hey, I'm going to have my product translated in Italian. That means every time I change my product or update my product, I need the Italian version to be updated as well. So you could see why you need to make sure you nail your business first, make sure that this is worthwhile before you start translating. It's almost like a separate product or a different version of your product, like the mobile version and the desktop version, something like that. Now, they may not be a full-time employee, but you want to make sure that you stay in touch with them, you build a relationship with them because you're going to continually be working with them on and off. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Boosted. Nicole and I live in a very walkable suburb in Sydney. Public transport is close by, so we don't really need two cars. So we have one car. But sometimes, you know, if Nicole's using the car, I might need to pop out and go somewhere like the gym or run a quick errand. And it was usually a bit of a pain until I discovered Boosted. I have a Boosted Board Stealth, which is an electric skateboard. And let me tell you, it's a luxurious experience. Boosted vehicle-grade electric skateboards and scooters, they just launched a scooter, are the modern solution to your transport woes. They solved my transport woes because, hey, when I got to pop out now, I get on my Boosted board, I'm in the gym faster than if I took the car. And that's not because I'm flying by, it's because it's just convenient. I just hop right on, I don't have to like pull the car out of the garage or anything like that or find parking. Plus, the battery they offer is amazing with a 22-mile range and speeds up to 24 miles per hour. So I can easily go to the gym, go to the corner store, run some errands, and not have to worry about it dying on me. Boosted has five options to pick from, including a new scooter called the Boosted Rev. You gotta check it out, it's gorgeous. As well as several different skateboards in different sizes. And they have financing that starts at $61 a month. No wonder Boosted was one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2018. There's no better time to change the way you move. Because right now, Boosted is offering our listeners $75 off a purchase of an electric vehicle when you use code MBA at checkout. Go to BoostedBoards.com and use code MBA at checkout and get $75 off your vehicle. That's BoostedBoards.com, promo code MBA at checkout for $75 off. To wrap up Teddy's lesson, offering your product in different languages really allows you to grow in different markets, serve the underserved, and reach so many more people. But take the right steps. Do when you have a solid product, a business that's making money, that's profitable, that you know helps people and solves their pain and that they're willing to pay for it. See this as a long-term type of project. As your business grows, as your product changes and expands, so will the translation of that product. And do it right and impress your customers. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you loved it. If you did, leave us an iTunes rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. By hitting subscribe, the next episode gets downloaded to your device automatically so it's ready for you to listen wherever you are, whenever you're ready. We're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher Radio, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Overcast, we're on them all. Hit subscribe right now. Now, before I go, I want to leave you with this. We're in the process of translating our product, Webinar Ninja, into different languages. And we realize we're going to need help. This is a long-term thing. We need to partner with people that really know what they're doing and something that is sustainable for the long run. This may take some time, but it's better for you to take your time and do it right. 
Because if you translate it wrong, if you do it wrong, if the interface is wrong, it's going to be hard to win over those markets again once you've made that impression on them. And of course, it may take some time because you have other things to worry about your business. You're running the business in its current state while you're trying to translate it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode, Q&A Wednesday. I'll see you then. Take care. Take care.